Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Just have the mentality of like, well, I'm out of here. Good. Head down, bum up, get out of there. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma and I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you all the advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah's a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. Now this week we've got a very special shoot your shot shout out. As you guys know, Emma's pretty close to graduating this year and I'm pleased to say that we're going to have to change our intro because you're listening to the newest afternoon news journalist of i98FM. Yes, that's me. Congratulations, Em. Tell us a bit about it. How excited are you? I'm so excited. I feel like I'm still in shock. It happened so fast. Um, Yeah, I've worked there for two years now in the promotions department um, and I had done some work experience with um, an awesome journalist in the newsroom, which I was very lucky to do. And then they just had a job opening and I applied. I was a little bit underqualified, but I took my own advice and I shoot my shot because, you you know, got to practice what I preach. (laughs) I did. And um, yeah, while I I didn't have, you know, two years newsroom experience, I've had two years um, experience in the company. I understand our Mm. listenership, you know, all those good things, talked about all of that, sent a demo away. Um, And yeah, my boss got back to me very soon and was like, you've got the job. And I was just in total shock. I was not expecting it. But I'm so, so excited. It's an absolute dream come true. I don't know if we've talked about it on here before. No, we would have whenever I do my little mocks storytelling mm. examples. But I used to pretend I was a newsreader when I was a little girl and would <laughs> pretend to say my little outro like, good night, I'm Philippa Mooney. That's, that was just our local like prime. Shout out to Philippa Mooney. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think she still is around, but yeah, I used to just... You're going to have to meet her one so. day and be like, you inspired me. <laughs> I'll have to hunt her down one day. She's on but Prime anyway, News, so yeah, wasn't she? Child, I, yeah, I think so. Um, just and like for in the country, so who knows? But um, yeah, so it's a childhood dream come true. I can't believe it. I'm just doing two days a week while I'm still studying as a casual And then I'm going to go full time when I finish sort of at the end of November, which is just nuts. That's all I have to say. So exciting. Now, the very important question, did making this podcast help you get the job? 
in two ways. Firstly, with like talking about all the tips and then taking them yourself. Yeah, totally. Um, and then secondly, like having, you know, more demos to show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my boss said he listened to the podcast. Um, I think it helped immensely in my portfolio because on my resume I had, you know, freelance writing. I had um, obviously my job that was really good. I had this podcast. I had some professional voice coaching. So the podcast was definitely a big thing to show, look, I'm in audio, radio already, you know, creating things. Mm. Um, And also the job tips for sure. I'm an expert now. So I saw that and was like (laughs) – we are applying because what do I always say? Shoot your shot. And it only took maybe four panicked phone calls to me while you're applying for the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and rest assured, everybody, even though, you know, I run this podcast so I should be the expert, I'm still not amazing. I definitely, like, remember I wrote a really long cover letter and you were like, mm, we need to cut. And I was like, oh, but it's so good. So, and I was like, have you yeah. even listened to our cover letter episode? Yeah. Like, so go back and worry. listen to I'm, your own advice. I'm not, I'm not immune to being, um, you know, having an overthinker. job search. Yeah, an overthinker or having job search gaps. But um, lucky I have Sarah. So, yeah. Congratulations. Well, tune in for next week because you're going to hear an entirely new intro as we introduce Emma as the yeah, amazing girl boss journalist. journalist that she is. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into this week's episode, little hot reminder that if you have an interview coming up, you can check out Sarah's one-on-one sessions. You can find out all about that at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. Yeah, and if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip that we sent you or that you want us to cover a specific situation to you, um, slide into our DMs on Instagram. Let us know. Yeah, we've got some great call-outs recently from people requesting specific episodes such as um, how to re-enter the workforce after having kids, mm. um, how to have big career changes, and we've like locked in some guests for that. So stay tuned. And it's as easy yeah. as that. If you have a situation that you want us to cover, just send us a line. Today, we're going to be talking all about exit interviews. Exciting. Hopefully, if you're having an exit interview, that means you're leaving for a beautiful, exciting new job. Yes, exactly. So, or, this is another or excitement you're, topic. Or you're, no, or you're resigning because it's horrible and you asked to have an exit meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We're hoping that it's the, it's the good one. It's the first, um, yeah. Okay. So, exit interviews are interesting and I, I found that this is probably one of the most misunderstood areas of kind of leaving a job and um, – people have really different reactions to them. So I guess to kick off, like why are they even used in the first place um, is a really good place to start. And I'd say the main reason um, for a lot of companies would be they've got a policy that says that they do exit interviews for every single person that leaves. Um, And that might be what they do. And it's just a standard practice for every single person. Um, The other reasons that you might do an exit interview are because you're looking to get something specific out of that time. Um, So you might have had a really unexpected resignation where you're like kind of blindsided and you go, oh, I'm really surprised why this person's leaving. I'm not sure what's happened. Um, And so you might want to book one in. You might be researching to help you um, go through the recruitment process. So you might need to know uh, what do you think is going to help me recruit for this role. When you're... you keep saying you, you're talking about the recruit, the employer. Reason yeah, why yeah, the employer the HR. schedules them. 
Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's I'll, not I'll it's that not usual that that employees would schedule them. No. No. And I'll I'll get to that yeah. in a sec. Um about whether you can if you really want to. Um so this is this is normally um 99.9% of the time it comes from the employer's side. Uh, they might want to gather some general feedback about, you know, what's going on in the team or the role or the department. They might have like a particular issue that they're trying to deal with. And, and because you've resigned, they think, okay, great, this is another opportunity to get some more feedback. Um, but they often don't happen. And that could be for a lot of different reasons. Um, in my experience, it's primarily because they're pretty time consuming. So if you sit, sit down to do an exit interview, you probably want to block out more than half an hour because that you can tend to kind of get talking and get on a roll. So you're talking about, you know, 30, 45 minutes that you've got to schedule in um, for each person potentially that's leaving. And that could be, depending on the size of your business, lots of people every week. Like that's a huge time yeah. commitment for your HR team um, to actually go through. Um, and they don't always make the priority list. Like if you've got a vacancy and that person's leaving, you've got to get started on recruiting for the new role. You've got to work on their you know, exit process or the payroll stuff that goes along with that. Um, you might be onboarding new people as well. You might have other HR issues that you're dealing with, all sorts of other things going on. Um, and sometimes they're just way down that priority list, right? Of going, well, the person's already resigned. It's not like there's they're going to change their mind. This isn't going to immediately impact any of my day-to-day work right now. So um, you might find that you don't get asked for an exit interview um, as much. For sure. So we've got some context about why employers might schedule exit interviews. What are some people's common reactions to exit interviews? I think number one is a bit of a freak out. Like, oh my God, why do they want to talk to me? What's this about? Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally when I have booked them in, um, people have freaked out and they've been really scared, concerned. They've talked to their manager of like, oh, HR wants to talk to me. Like what's happening? What are they going to ask? What is this for? They think it's a trick. Like I've put in exit interview, but I actually want to talk to them about something else. Um, So yeah, don't be scared. If you get an exit interview invite, like it's just probably going to be standard questions. There's nothing to be scared of. You don't even have to do it if you don't want to. The other reaction people can have um, to being booked in for an exit interview is that they can be really uninterested and they don't really want to go through with it. Um, or I've seen this happen a little bit where people where we, we don't have a company policy to do them with every person and there's just too many people kind of leaving that it's not really common practice Um and they're really upset that they haven't been asked for an exit interview. Um, and I've had that come up a number of times because the person's really – you know, um, wants to give feedback and they feel like they haven't been allowed an opportunity to do that. Um, and I think it's important in that situation to, if, if you really, really need to give feedback in order to process kind of leaving that company, then you need to reach out because it may not be standard practice. You can't assume that you're just going to be booked in for one unless you know that it always happens with every single person. Because again, chances are it's not the top of the priority list. So what will they ask you in an exit interview? Um, Yeah, so normally there's like a standard kind of set of questions that they would go through, but it's normally um, a pretty open discussion. Um, So the HR person will normally be documenting your answers to things. So they'll be taking notes during the conversation, um, unless it's a little bit less formal and it's just literally one-on-one with no notes. Um, 
but they'll normally ask you why you're leaving. Um, so you want to have a good answer for, for why you're leaving and have a think about that. Um, and what made you start looking for a new job? Because sometimes the reason you're leaving is because, well, this job is you know offering me more pay. That's why I'm leaving. But they'll ask you, why did you start looking or why did you even entertain the idea of a new job? Because that can kind of get to what went wrong to make you start putting your feelers out. And that's kind of what they're interested in, right? Like, was there something that triggered it? Yeah. Um, they might have asked, they might ask, what, what could we do differently um, in the business? Any feedback that you've got? Um, they might ask how you would describe the company or working here. What was your overall experience like? Uh, what advice would you give for recruiting? What kind of skills are most important in this job, given that you've just mm, been doing I like it? That. That's, that's probably my favorite one. And even if I don't do a proper exit interview, I'll normally check in with the person to be like, what do you think about what's most important yep. for this job? Because sometimes it's a bit different to what the person's manager thinks is most important. It's helpful to have that context. Um, what was your relationship with your manager like or with your team and your colleagues? Um, is there anything we could have done to keep you? And sometimes um, what are the salary and benefits like here compared to your new job? Like are you getting a pay rise, for example? Um, Which, do you so, have to answer that? What if you're like, mm, I don't no, want No, you don't have to. You've, you're under no obligation at all. But if you've gotten a massive pay rise to go to your new job and it's actually the same kind of level responsibility, maybe yeah. that's something that you do want to share with them. Um, you don't have to, but it might help them justify increasing the budget for the next person yeah. who comes into that role. So You might be setting um, up the next person that's going to take your job for success if you genuinely yes. list things that could have been done better. And I know that that's kind of horrible to think that you're leaving for more money and you leaving for more money is going to help the person who yeah, did your same yeah. job get it's more money. It's a bit money. morbid, isn't it? Mm. But and, someone will pay it forward for you one day. Like it's hard, someone it's probably did that in the job with. you're going into. Well, yeah, that's right. And it's a hard thing to deal with. But when people leave, unfortunately, sometimes that's just the way that it works to really call out to everyone, hey, we're not paying yeah. enough for this position. We're going to have to pay more to get someone else in. Um it's just a hard reality, unfortunately. So we've covered, you know, what they are, what they're going to ask, our advice for them. Number one, you don't have to actually participate. Sarah did mention that before, but you could mm. simply decline and just say, oh, what What would you say? I'm not interested. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I you, I would prefer not to. Um, if that's okay, unless it's mandatory, I'd, I'd prefer not to participate. Um, see what they say. They, they might... Um, require you to although I think that would be a bit strange um but yeah I, I would if you really don't want to be involved I would try and politely decline um I actually had an exit interview process that was like an over the phone one after I'd already left the company um and I didn't call back and didn't follow up even after they tried to get me to I just really didn't want to participate um and I guess the reason behind that which links into one of our other tips is I just felt there wasn't anything constructive that I could say that would be actually something that they would change um yeah if it's like a I'd, culture sort of thing or yeah. like rude employees or some, like co-workers yeah you, I think yeah it's a time to be constructive as in things like oh the workload was too much I think mm. this team it could have handled some more or in the morning when we do this system that's too rushed you know practical actionable things that yeah. can be changed but you can't go in there and say 
this company culture is horrific. Everyone bitches about everyone. It's just horrible. I feel unsupported, you know, because how do you actionably change that? That's just down to personal, you know, clashing and opinion. And you can give them that feedback if you want to, but I think – the the things to keep in mind when you're going into this exit interview situation is it's not it's not the right place to vent um yeah it's still I, professional i think i a lot of people would probably have the mentality of like i'm out of there now i get to say all the things without any repercussion because yeah. i don't have to work there but yep. that's not true we always say don't burn your bridges if you can help it because yes. you unleashing, this might impact a reference for your next job. Like yeah. you just never know where you might and end up. I had this situation where I did actually do an exit interview because we had a particular issue um, with a particular team and I reached out to the person and asked um, to do an exit interview with them because I was kind of working on changing the culture of the team that they were in and I thought, okay, this is a good opportunity for me to get some feedback. Um And this particular person unleashed and was just so angry, like really, really emotional and angry about what had happened and the way that they'd been treated. Um, And then about six months later, they wanted to come back. And I strongly, strongly recommended that we didn't take the person back because I said the toxicity that they had towards the business at the end, I don't think that that goes away goes away yeah and I think a lot of the people were still the same a lot of the situations were still the same and I said attitude is probably going to be the same yeah they're they're coming in already pre-jaded even if they've had some time to kind of reconsider and it was a new position or whatever um I just recommended that we didn't rehire and I think that that's genuinely something um that can affect your opportunity to come back is how you approach it and what kind of attitude you need to do your venting with family and friends i'm someone that needs to call at least three people before i feel like i've got it out of my system yeah like do that and then be done with it and then by the time you talk to them you can translate that into just take away the professional things and kind of have the attitude like let go of the thought that you'll be able to bring about change by what you say like if it is those things like we said that aren't tangible things that they can change just have the mentality of like well I'm out of here good head down like bum Mm. up get out of there and just don't worry about it like I think trying to be the advocate to champion change like yeah it's lovely but it doesn't just happen by someone pointing it out and then the next day the whole company's revamped and we all get along like it just and I think that's what people sometimes want right and I it's such an honorable thing to want to to have your exit feedback change the way that everything's done um by all means, if, if there was something that you need to say to them and, and talk to them about how this person's behavior really affected you and whatever, great. But just don't expect that that's going to then get investigated and they're going to be terminated the next day and, and yeah. there's going to uproot the whole thing just based on what you say, right? Um, at the end of the day, you've decided to leave and that's been your decision to kind of move on with your career and that business needs to continue on without you. So as much as they might really, really value your feedback, it may not change the world um, and it may not have the impact that you want to have of feeling like, oh, I got that person fired or, you know, yeah. oh, I fixed everything for the incoming person. And also it person. kind of doesn't matter. Like if you've, if you've gotten to the point where you're – you're exiting you've just you've made the big decision to leave and get a new job why do you really care what it's going to continue to be like there it's not your problem anymore just you know eyes on the future yes better things are coming 
and and this is what I, I I've had in certain situations where yeah a few years ago a particular person had heard that exit interviews were occasionally done and were really really angry um, that they didn't get invited for one and yeah I mean they wanted to burn the world down on their way yeah. out and it's just it's not the right motivation to go in there with because yeah this person had like you know I we were already aware of the issues that they had with other people the reasons that they were leaving none of it was really a big surprise um and they they wanted x person to be fired essentially and yeah I was like, well we already know there's possible. two sides of this story yeah, yeah. um anyway I guess so, the yeah, overall message is you can be honest, but don't mm. go in there unleashing and pick out, you know, maybe plan before the interview the yep. things you that you yep. do think are wrong with the place and then go through with a highlighter and only highlight the ones that are like practical things they can change. Anything that's kind of yep. opinion or vibes is just, you can't really. Yeah. And, and take the emotion out of it if you can, like try and vent elsewhere and, and keep the emotion out and talk about what the impact is, what you'd recommend that you would do differently. Um, I did actually do a really great positive exit interview with a manager that was leaving a team and everyone knew that this person was really bitter and wanted out of there as soon as possible, right? So I was going into this expecting kind of chaos, right? And a lot of emotions and um, and a lot of ranting. And that's not what I got at all. I actually got a really level-headed person who said, look, I think X, Y, Z is actually not that bad in the scheme of things, but I do think these things are issues. Um, And, you know, that's what I would change if it was up to me and that's kind of ultimately the reason why I'm leaving. Yeah. So helpful for me because I'm not going to disregard it all thinking that this person's just poisonous and just hates everything. And, you know, I was actually like... She's just angry. Yeah. 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 It was actually a he in this case, but... um, You're more likely to elicit change by just being level-headed and like... What's the word? Practical. Yeah. So if you want to be the hero, do it in a nice constructive way. The hero edit on your behalf is hardly ever going to come from going in and being like this is all that's wrong with the place blah 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 it all sucks exactly yeah and and I would kind of think as well if you've got something really serious to disclose like you were being bullied or harassed or whatever um, by all means you should be reporting that but they're going to be thinking why didn't this come up formally before you actually left right like yeah it's kind of ideally an exit interview is not really the time or place to be disclosing like serious allegations about other yeah. people because definitely they like, need to happen well, as soon as it happens like yeah no one should put up with that yeah exactly um but yeah exit interviews we wanted to to clear some things up so if you get invited for one after you've resigned now you know what to expect what they're likely to ask um you don't have to participate if you don't want to but on the flip side as you said before em what if you really really want an exit interview what would you do do you reckon i'd probably just um yeah, email the manager, just be like, hi, um, as you know, this will be my last date. I was wondering if we could organize an exit interview. I just have some um, things that I really would love to pass on, some feedback. Let me know Perfect. if this suits. Perfect. Yeah. And that is a good way to go about getting an exit interview if you really want one um, because, you know, maybe there is something that you really want to pass on that you think that they should know and you can send that to your manager or to the HR person if you know Compared who to they are. calling them up and saying, why have I not got an exit interview when so-and-so yeah. did? Yeah. 
or hearing it on the grapevine, which is normally kind yeah. of how I find out that someone's upset with me um, for not booking one in with them. So definitely you can do that. Or you could even choose to, if you don't want to actually have the meeting, you could send that same email and say, hey, um, I wanted to give some feedback that might help you for the role. I've just been thinking about it as I come down to my last week. And you can put it in an email to send on your last day in if you dot want. Points. And then if they want more yeah. info, they might be like, oh, great, let's have a meeting to talk more about this if something sticks out to them. If they don't yeah. want the meeting, at least you know you still passed on the main points. And yeah, and again, because you're putting it in writing, I'd make sure that you stay really constructive there of saying like, I think this structure isn't working. Um, I think this person in the team's really performing well and they're a great asset and whatever else that yeah. you want to pass on. Yeah. It's called a um, a shit sandwich. It's what all my um, <laughs> podcasting and audio tutors at uni say. Like they'll listen to your piece and then she says, I always give a shit sandwich. You say something good, what needs to be worked on and follow with something good. Mm. Soften See, the blow. When you're in HR, they actually say that that's actually not a great way to give feedback to people. Because, really? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, someone who's a bit delusional and thinks that they're amazing are only going to hear the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to take on the bad feedback. And on the flip side, someone who's the complete opposite and is really, really harsh on themselves is not going to hear the good things because they're going to focus on the bad thing. Jeez, you can't win. So it's kind of the worst of both worlds. It it works if it's like one particular document or something that you're re- reviewing, like in the moment. But if you're giving large pieces of, of feedback about, Emma, you're really um, great at turning up to work on time. None of our listeners enjoy listening to you, but <laughs> the team really enjoy working with you. You'd be like, excuse obviously, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? No, Just give the bad feedback. Obviously of feedback, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give just give the bad feedback. If it's like I'm reviewing a document, I'd be like, I like how you've structured it. I would just change the last paragraph. Yeah, but only exactly. if that's actually true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. There's a little crash little course segue. on exit interviews. We hope you um, understand them more now, feel better prepared if you have one coming your way. Yep. And that's about it. We'll be back in your ears next week. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices and our tips, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about the show and how it helped you. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people land their dream jobs. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>